If you're like me and looking to cut back on alcohol this year, Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement. They've recreated the cocktails you know and love, like their Ginger Lime Mule and Grapefruit Paloma, which happen to be my favorites. You can enjoy the flavors and feelings of those cocktails without the booze. Zero proof, zero compromise. Listeners can get 15% of the Recess Mocktail Sampler at takearecess.com slash autocallMAFS. You guys know I don't drink very much. So Recess is a great substitute while everybody else imbibes. It's a lightly sparkling mocktail infused with functional ingredients like uplifting guayusa and stress-balancing adaptogens. Whether you're relaxing after work or hanging out with friends, make Recess Mocktails your drink between drinks or your forever mocktail. Get 15% off Recess Mocktails now at takearecess.com slash altercallMAFS so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Ladies, you know that vicious week before your period where you feel like you want to crawl out of your skin, you feel a little bit down or off, and those cravings when you feel like you can eat anything in sight? Well, there's a solution for that. Now it's easier to manage your PMS with estrogen control. You have to try Hormone Harmony. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality. And it shows. For a limited time, you can get 15% off on your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code ALTERCALLMAFS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code A-L-T-A-R-C-A-L-L-M-A-F-S for 15% off today. Hi, I'm Tane. And I'm Aid, and this is Alter Call, a Married at First Sight podcast. Hi, everyone. Hi, Aid. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited. I'm finally going on vacation soon. It's been a long time coming. You're getting on a plane. You're going on vacation. (laughs) I'm like so happy for you. Thank you. Thank you. A change of scenery would be nice. Be nice. But yeah. Um, you want to take care of some housekeeping? Yes. Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening last week. We know we had audio issues. We believe we've got it solved this week. <laughs> you will all find out together, won't we? <laughs> <laughs> Just um, another thing is that once again, we will be doing Unfiltered on Patreon. And we're adding Couples Cam 2 since that was on this week. So you can head over to our Patreon to check out um, those episodes. And soon on Patreon, we'll be covering Love is Blind, the After the Altar special. Um, We get a lot of questions about Love is Blind. It shares a production company with Married at First Sight. um, But we could never really cover it because it's old. So now that Netflix has put out something new, we can cover it for you guys on on Patreon. So to... To check out our Patreon, it's patreon.com slash altercallMAFS. So now that's out of the way, Tane, what is going on with our people on social media? Yes, yes. Our people are so active on social media. So the E! News, I think, just announced, I think it was on July 15th, so it's been like a week and some, um, her divorce from Eric, and she just addressed it on her stories, I believe. And she's like, this is the official statement and I will not be answering any questions. So please stop asking. And I was just curious, what are people still asking her besides what happened, which for their case, I think is an obvious question. So I wouldn't even ask that, but what are people asking her? Like they got a divorce. They got a divorce. It's the end of it. We don't know them personally. Um, you remember Danielle from Chicago season? She's moved to Tennessee. She's a dietitian and she's usually there a lot. So good for her. She's moving with her roommate, I believe. And she hung out with Sheila, who's also from the Chicago season one last time. It's always cool to see how the girls stay close throughout the seasons. Um, your beloved Kate from the Philadelphia season. She posted some pictures from a lingerie shoot. I don't know if it's hers or if she just works for them. It's called Hidden Intimates. But I I've think seen she owns it. I think she okay. and her friend started a, a lingerie company, but I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure because I was like, she seems like the owner, but I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, Paige had a picture 
she was with a couple, and I recognized the guy. He was Vince's friend. You remember Jalen? Vaguely. No, with not at the, all. <laughs> he, had, he had dreadlocks and he had the dimple. He was the one giving Vince good advice, like, bruh, you need to man up. But I saw him and I'm like, oh, I recognize him. And um, she was with his with both of them and his wife wishing her a happy birthday. And I'm like, oh, I guess uh, Brianna and Vince's friend is now Paige's friends. And they're all just extending their friend circle. I just thought that was interesting. Um, so Haley is in California for two weeks. And there was an Ask Me Anything where Clara was asked where she would live if not for ATL. And she said that there have been chats to move to L.A. with Haley, but not anytime soon. Why do you think they're moving to L.A.? To be famous! I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't even think Haley. I can't think of any other reason to move to LA. And I'm like, but neither one, I promise you, neither one of you is going to be any famous than you are beyond this show. Well, honestly, it doesn't even feel like Haley has been home since the show stopped filming. <laughs> it just feels like she wasn't kidding when she said she liked to travel. She's been everywhere except her home. Doesn't so, she travel for work too? Haley? Yeah. Oh. Because she does like conferences that. and stuff. Or she's in sales. Oh. Anyway. But she's usually on vacation. Remember there was an episode where I was like, how much vacation time does everybody have? So, <laughs> um, someone asked about Clara's name, if she's going to change her name. For those who don't know, she changed her last name to Ryan's last name, and that is her Instagram name, um, Clara Ubre. And she's like, I legally changed my name to Ubre, and I have no plans to change it soon. That so. is legit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I am all about keeping your last name when you were married a long time or and it became your name. You have had it for less than a year. What are you doing? I found that interesting. I'm like, are they going to get back together? Or like, I just feel like if I'm splitting from someone, especially like you just said, it's not a long time. I don't want it. I don't want no parts of you. I don't want it. But hey, Um, Amber from North Carolina, Charlotte is single again. Cause someone asked her and she's like, I'm going to have to break my silence. I'm like, girl, no one, <laughs> no one had asked. <laughs> and, oh, I forgot to say this a long time ago. Uh, AJ and Stephanie permanently moved to Key West, I believe. And also like AJ be having some problematic comments. I don't know how I just noticed this. I think I texted you and you were like, uh, Yeah. I was just like, you were like, are these comments questionable or is it just me? And I'm like, no, no, yeah, this is this is a little bit of a problem. But we'll leave it to you guys to go see exactly what he is saying sometimes if he decides to say yeah. anything else. Yeah, but yeah, that's about it. Um, like eight said, we can catch up with the past couples on our Patreon on Couples Camp. All right, all right. You ready to get into this week's episode? Yes. How are we feeling about this episode? It's just as good as the last episode. Maybe even better in some ways. Yes. Like, it was good. And then, you know what? I bitch about the two hours, but after giving us three hours, I'm now grateful for two hours, if that makes any sense. (laughs) So you're going to keep things going for two hours, you can have two hours, and that's what they did tonight. So we start with Bao and Johnny, and they are both super excited to do this tea ceremony. Now, the first thing I noticed is they kind of changed, it looked like they changed clothes in the same room. And the person who did the clothes was, I saw the name, it was Danny Wen Couture. And Tane will not believe this because my memory is suspect, but some things I don't forget. So I was like, wait, (laughs) I've heard that name before. That is correct. Danny Wen Couture also appeared on House of Ho, which was a reality show on HBO Max that was really good. It was about a Vietnamese family and it was set in Houston. Tane, did you watch House of Ho? I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Because <laughs> <laughs> even I don't remember. Usually I remember these things, but I didn't remember. So good for you, Aid. Last week I said that when they did the tea ceremony, I wanted a detailed explanation of every single part. Now, that part didn't happen, um, but we did get some explanations of the different things they were doing. So it seemed like there's like an, they come in, I think there's some sort of like 
I don't want to call it a dowry situation. I feel like there were gifts of some kind exchanged or maybe like goods to get the new couple started in marriage, something like that. And then like the family seemed to exchange them. And then there was a narrator lady who was telling us like what they were doing and they did the part where they honored the ancestors. And then of course the main part of the tea ceremony is to be serving tea to your parents. And then it was really like a little bit sad because, you know, Johnny's dad wasn't there, but they did serve tea to both sets of parents. I love the outfits. They both look great. Um, they did talk uh, when they were getting dressed together. They talked about how like uh, they both picked the same color. I was confused by that because I was like, are there traditional colors that you're supposed to wear for the tea ceremony? They didn't quite address that. So I was like, did you pick the colors or is this just what you're supposed to wear? I wasn't sure. Um, and they well, did. Kiss- is this the whole thing about red or symbolic and stuff like that? So they usually wear that. Yeah, so I wondered if he was talking about his suit jacket and not his traditional outfit. I don't don't know. So they kiss again at the tea ceremony. It's very cute. And then that's kind of the end of the tea ceremony. Okay. Okay, and then we pick up with them as they change back to their white wedding attire and they dance in for the first time as a couple. And then their first dance was a tad awkward. Did you think so, too? Yes, I thought their first dance was <laughs> was a little bit awkward. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about Bao. I don't know how she switches so quick. Like, the like for example, before she walked down the aisle, how mad she was. And then as soon as she saw that it was Johnny and her demeanor just changed. So all of a sudden, she just had a very serious face on. And But, you know, on the flip side, she does tell us that she's very attracted to him and he's very handsome, which is always a relief because, again... That is the starting point of, you know, these maths couples. So she says she assumes that he's attracted to her because why wouldn't he be? <laughs> I Bao thought the good. thing about Bao describing, and maybe it's just like being asked to like talk about it or something. It's like she described him as attractive, but not so much that she was attracted to him. Do you know what I mean? She did say flat out that I'm attracted to him. Okay. Yeah. I just felt it was a little bit clinical, like her description. Uh, I think Bao comes up as clinical a lot of the times. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so as they're dancing, um, they talk about kids and he asks her how many kids she wants. And she says no more than two. And he's like, he pauses a little bit, but he's like, you know what? I'm on board with that. That's fine. That's cool. And then he tells us that dancing with her, he can tell that She's stiff and not used to his touch yet. But honestly, I kind of feel like Bao is the kind of person who's going to tell us later that she doesn't like PDA. So (laughs) I don't necessarily think it's a him thing. But he tells us that he's being respectful so he doesn't cross lines and he's not going to go for a kiss even though he wants to. Why does he want to? Because kissing leads to other emotions and he wants to know what it's like to make out with his wife. What other emotions does kissing lead to, Johnny? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just thinking of Cody from Sister Wise when he had that talk with his kids about how kissing leads to other things. And you exchange hormones or whatever the F he said. Did you not think about that when Johnny started talking about kissing? No, I did not, Age. <laughs> I wonder but if I this, like, this thing that he has where he's like, I have to hold back a little. I'm like, oh my God, they're doomed. Like Johnny wants someone who wants, who's all over him. And that is not yeah, that. Yes. Now I don't know what I think about those because Vincent and Brianna has ruined that for me. I just feel like I had all these connotations about Brianna and she wanted things a certain way and she didn't like this and then like that. But as soon as she met Vinny, none of it applied. So now I don't know what to think. She's she's ruined it for me for couples. I don't know <laughs> what to expect. But who knows? She might be different when she's actually comfortable with someone, you know? I hope so. I hope so. Okay. So that was what we had for Johnny and Bao. Did you have anything else on that? No. I want to go to every type of ethnic wedding there can be. 
I know. I know. I have photos of the Adobe's wedding. <laughs> they look so pretty. And I did think it was cute that they had both chosen. They both chose their outfit individually, right? That's what it sounded like. And they picked. Yeah, that's what we were saying about the ignore me. Okay. We move on to Michaela and Zach. They were at the first original wedding for this week. And her sisters walk into the hotel room to wake her up. And she's telling them, oh, you're insane. That it's so insane that they'll get to see her husband before her. She tells us that she wishes her dad was here and the qualities that her dad had that she hopes her spouse has are someone who is kind, open, and strong. And also for some for, for it to be someone that her dad can say that he trusts the person to keep her as safe as he would have. Um, the same thing happens to Zach as his brothers run in and wake him up. And he tells us today's day that his dreams come true, that he's wanted a wife forever and it's finally here. He prays that she's his soulmate, they connect, and it's their first and last time, and it's the first and last time that he falls in love. Pascal tells us that Zach idolizes marriage, his whole family lives for marriage, and he believes that the passion Michaela has will bring him the good feels of marriage. I'm sorry. I was like, huh? It just... You hear the description and you're like, that doesn't sound like a reason to match people. Like, why can't they come up with better reasons? These (laughs) sentences are just like, what? Nothing about it was even from the first line where he said Zach idolizes marriage. I'm like, eh. I think he got that assessment right. But it's like, you say, all of the things he said about Zach and his feelings about marriage, I think were very accurate. But I'm like, how does she full of passion? <laughs> what, is, what does that have to do with the, the thing? I don't... She's going to bring happiness to marriage, so that will fulfill his feel. I don't understand what this means. I, I, I do think he's accurate. I just think, like, to me, it, it, it gives me a side eye. I give him a side eye. Like, what, why are you idolizing marriage? There's just something weird about that. Like... Especially, again, I can't reconcile the fact that he's never been in love, but he just always wants to be a husband so bad. To me, I'm like, and honestly, the same thing with Miles. When Miles had the same feeling, I asked the same question. At 26, why do you want to be a husband so bad? To me, it's just like a weird goal. (laughs) I don't know. I think it's about the check marks of a successful life. And I think that, Maybe women get more grace on this because it's more expected. But it's like, you know, if, if you have a checklist and it's like, graduate college, get job, get married. I think that's how you end up with these younger guys who are like, there's a checklist in life and I'm, I'm got to get my checklist done. Dang. Okay. Pascal tells us that he has great faith that these two are going to be a good match. Michaela is getting her makeup done and her sister says... She prays for an instant connection for her, but one thing that could be a hindrance is her stubbornness. She says there's a running joke in the family and they call Michaela Hurricane K, that she comes in hot, mean, fast, brutal, and destructive. And this whole time I'm thinking about you because I know it's a pet peeve of yours when family and friends come and just start listing all the negative things about you. But he also scared me. I'm like, is there a side of Michaela we don't know? Apparently, it made her sound is. like a nutcase. <laughs> um, yeah, and then she didn't deny it. She's like, I mean, yeah, it comes out when I'm pushed. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I don't uh, know if this is a sign to go, if they're including this in the package. <laughs> so Zach and his brothers are in a shuttle to the venue, and he suddenly starts crying. Um... I'm assuming it's the nerves, but we also know like Zach is an emotional person. But once again, he wonders, what if she doesn't like me? What if I don't live up to her expectations? They go into the building, they're in the elevator, and Zach is still crying, saying that he's worried that he's not ready for it. And he honestly, again, he couldn't stop crying. He just kept crying. I thought that he was having a panic attack, but then... The next scene, it seemed like he was just really happy because then he's like, it's just the fact that it's all finally happening is so overwhelming for him. So what did you think? Were you as confused as I was? I thought I was trying to back out. 
I was like, oh my God, he's not doing this. <laughs> I actually, my favorite thing about the whole thing is like, I'm like, clearly this is not, this is like something your family is used to because his brothers were so good. They were so yeah. comforting. They and, and they were not, they didn't seem to be like surprised. <laughs> um, yeah. And and once again, I was like, uh, yeah, I thought he's getting ready to just get on out of here. And then he's like, no, I'm just like really, you know, I'm really excited about it. And I was like, oh, that's not what I was <laughs> expecting you to say. But actually, that's exactly. much better than the, oh, I want a bolt. Yeah, it is. I think we can all agree that Zach is the crier of the season. Agreed, yes. So, Michaela and his sisters are going through, you know, the traditions of a wedding. You know, you have to have something old, something blue, something borrowed. And they give her a box, and they tell her, this is your something blue. And she opens the box, and instantly she starts crying. And in fact, all of them start crying. And one of her sisters explained to us that their dad was a Trekkie and he liked to build models. So they'd given her like a, what do you, what do I call it? I had no idea what that thing was. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was like, the uh, Trekkie model. people will know what this is. But those of us who don't know anything about Star Trek are like, what, what is, it's blue and what, what is this? <laughs> yes, it was blue. It was like a, it was like as tiny as like like a Lego, but it was something in that family though. But all and I should point out that all her sisters are wearing like different shades of blue, and I think they all look lovely. Um, so it's game time, and Zach is repeating that he's never been in love, but he hopes that it's worth it. He's with his mom, and she's telling him to go do it with his whole heart. I just thought that was really sweet. Like, it's always nice when you see the parents that are encouraging them. Some people can't even get their parents to come down. So when you have parents that are there and encouraging, it's very sweet. And Zach starts tearing up again. This is right before he walks down the aisle. So Michaela tells us that best case scenario, she walks down the aisle and sees the man of her dreams. And she's like, oh, shit, he's handsome. Worst case scenario, it's something she hasn't approached yet because she doesn't think that Worst case, she just thinks more like, let's do this step by step. And I think that is a great attitude to have if you're coming on maps. You just can't do maps if you have hangups. Not that that's ever stopped anybody before, but you're right. <laughs> In fact, that's how you get chosen. <laughs> so Zach walks in and introduces himself to her mom. And then he tells her, thank you for letting your daughter do this. And she's like, uh, I don't have a say. I can tell her what to do. I didn't let her. She's 30. I'm only here to support. Um, for those of you who watch Girlfriends or watched Girlfriends back when it was in the air, I don't know. Zach gives me very strong Ellis vibes. Did you watch Girlfriends, Abe? I did, but I don't remember who Ellis is. Oh, he was Joan's boyfriend that was an actor. But he just gives me very strong Ellis vibes. So Michaela is about to walk down the aisle and her sisters are surrounding her. And honestly, once again, I had to remember that the lone white man hanging around was her brother-in-law. Because again, I was like, is this a producer or why is he around here? <laughs> I forgot that who, knew who he was. So Zach tells us worst case scenario is they're matched and they're not compatible. And he will be devastated if it's not a fairy tale ending. You know, I know I'm a pessimist, but I just... I don't know about adults that believe in fairy tales. I just, every time I hear that, I'm like, <laughs> it's just, it's just jokes, right? But okay. Let the people have it. <laughs> okay, have it, have it. So right before she walks down the aisle, Zach's dad, who I think is a clown, as in he's funny, quickly does a sign of the cross. But the way he does it was like, oh, Lord Jesus, be with my child. <laughs> I don't know what this dude is doing. <laughs> and then she walks out. And one of the best parts of maths is they both have like the hugest grins on their faces. I sighed a sigh of relief. <laughs> it was just magic. It was great. It was great. Although I'm sure he had so many questions because again, her brother-in-law um, was walking her down the aisle. He was probably like, who is this white man walking her down the aisle? But he also doesn't look old enough to be a dad. So, so Michaela is being all Michaela. She's all being, you know, loud and hi, husband. Nice to meet you. Oh, you're gorgeous. And all that. Like you could tell that she has a lot of personality and she's literally eyeing him up. But with a smile, he asked her if she's nervous. And she says she's excited and asked him if he's nervous. And he says, yes. And in the cutest way, she tells him 
I got you. That was really nice. So the efficient says, so Zach and Michaela, so sorry. So the efficient says, so Zach, and Michaela just interrupts her and is like, your name is Zach? Is it Zach or Zachary? Do you want a Zachary Jr.? It, Zach is like, uh, it's up to you. But I'm not going to lie, Aida, I kind of cringed a little bit. <laughs> I did too. I was like, I'm like, I guess you're I know she's... you, but I'm just, I'm like, yeah, you, you literally just met. And I know you're getting married, but can we just ease into some things? I mean, you <laughs> should at least wait until the first dance. Yeah, that's true. I, but, you know, she might be one of those people, you know, when you're nervous, you can't stop talking. You're just saying whatever it is that you want to say. But I was like, all right, relax, relax. So they do the intros. And I really do think that, you know, her friends and family gave her a good intro. Everything she had was mostly positives. Um, but the thing about these intros are even the worst people we've had in the history of this show, they had good intros, right? I was trying to think about Chris's. The worst thing about Chris was his love of shoes and wanting to look nice. So he had a good one, too. <laughs> so Zach does his vows, and he does his vows off the top of his head, and it's really cute. And then Michaela says, okay, let's go. I'm de- Like, I'm sold. And everyone laughs. So Michaela tells them, well, I'm reading mine. Um, I actually thought he was going to cry, but he didn't the entire ceremony. And then when it was time to kiss... They kiss, so yay. I was happy about that. I gotta tell you, when they were walking after they were married, they look so gorgeous together. They're like cake toppers. I thought that their picture that they got in People didn't, it wasn't that great of a pic. Like, they looked awkward a little bit in that picture, and then you watch their wedding, and you're like, but it wasn't like that. Yeah. I don't know. You know your camera will betray you. You know, like when you look cute, you look in the mirror like, oh, I look cute. Let me take a selfie. And you're like, Ugh, what is going on? So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also think Michaela's one of those people that when she changes her hair, she looks like a different person. So yeah. it's like, but yeah, she just, she, just a different person. So as they're walking out, Michaela is all, I got a man and he's mine. So Michaela is, so happy and tells us that he's the type of man who walks into a room and you say, that's my man. So they're having the usual sit down with champagne and he asks her her age and she says she's 32. And she no, she guesses that, he, sorry, she guesses that he's 32. And then she asks him his age, she guesses that he's 32 and then she goes, no, younger. And she goes, oh, 30. She goes, no, younger. Then she gets it right, 27. And he goes, oh, he, she's, how old is she? She's 30, which is funny because her mom told him that she was 30. But I think he was too nervous to retain that information. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but he tells her that it's not an issue. And... He's fine with it, that he likes older women. So Zach tells us that his wife is gorgeous and she's making him feel comfortable and he has no complaints. So Michaela is with Aid because she asks him, what is this about you being a renaissance man? What does that mean? And then he tells her that when he was younger, his dad taught him and his brothers how to crochet and make lotion. <laughs> So I'm not laughing at him. I'm laughing at Michaela's face because she does not seem thrilled about this fact, even though she, to him, to his face, she keeps saying, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So I don't know if it's editing, but behind the scenes of the confessional, they did that weird silence clown music thing. So that was funny. I think she was probably thinking, what does crochet and lotion have to do with the Renaissance? <laughs> It was just, Zach was just nervous. It was just a weird way to answer the question. <laughs> and I'm like, piano playing is more in line. Yeah. You didn't mention that. <laughs> so Michaela says that their chemistry is a nine and she definitely would have his kids. In fact, she could have his kids just by looking at him. They don't hesitate to kiss while they're doing their dance and they glasses. And that was all we got of them so far. Any thoughts? They had a they had a good wedding. They had a they good. Did. This is gonna work out wedding, or they'll be one of those couples who bang for a couple weeks and then start yelling at each other. Um, I gotta 
gotta tell you though, I'm still on the fence about them. I'm not like the way I was sold about Johnny and Bao. I wasn't completely sold only because I don't know how the personalities. I don't know if it's gonna complement or if it's gonna burn because Michaela has a lot of personality. And so. but you know, like you know those couples, although one of them I know is divorced, where where one person is the energy and the personality, and the other person is the quiet. There, there yeah. can be some synergy there. It just depends yeah. on how it goes. I've got hope for these two, but I'm with you in that. It's as with all things, it could be a disaster. <laughs> I know. This is the thing about maps. It could be go either way, only two ways. <laughs> <laughs> So next we have Merla and Gil. Um, Gil is at Al's Formal Wear. And between this week and last week, I have looked it up. Al's Formal Wear is in like Texas, Louisiana. They are not a nationwide chain. Woo-hoo! So he goes into the store and he says he wants traditional with a little splash. They show us a shot of some Texas cufflinks that were very ugly. I am not anti-Texas jewelry. I have a Texas-shaped necklace. But those cufflinks were ugly. Did you see them? No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> they were like Texas shape and then they had Texas on them in like red lettering. It was like, why? We go over to Marla, who is going to the bridal store to pick out a dress. Marla gets, she's, Marla says she wants it to feel a certain way. She wants long she- sleeves, no shiny, but it should be sheer. And she wants uh, her husband to feel in love with me is like the answer she gives to her friend um, when, when he sees her in her dress. Yes, I liked her dress. Oh, you haven't got there yet. <laughs> um, Gil comes out in a black suit and he says he looks like a deacon. <laughs> um, there was actually a blue suit with a champagne bow tie, which was the one he actually picked. But I guess they didn't have his size, so... He put on the black one. I, I That part was a little like, but why? <laughs> um, Mirla tries on a lot of dresses. Like well, the first one, I called it the bodycon bridal dress. <laughs> Her friends asked what she thinks is going to happen. And she's like, once she hits that corner, we stare at each other and just smile. A good smile, not like an uh. And he says, we flashback to him. And he says, I want her to see me and think, yeah, that's my man. Marla looks amazing in the dress that she ended up picking. We saw her try on a lot of dresses. A lot. And this is where I'm like, why is Marla getting this edit? If a person is shopping for wedding dresses, they're going to try on a lot of dresses. Yeah. And I guess she also answered my question. Because I think I've wondered in the past, have they picked their dresses before they come shoot this scene? Because... I almost find it a miracle that they find a dress at their first visit. I've gone wedding dress shopping with friends and it's a while. There is a story about this dress on Unfiltered. (laughs) Which we will tell. We will tell. (laughs) So she says to us, I just want to have a husband who I can go with and learn from. Someone who she can pray with, which I really took note of. And someone to build traditions with. And her friend asks, like, if what if he doesn't like how sexy the dress is? If he's like, like, oh, it's too much. And she said, if he he's too conservative and won't be. She specifically said, and won't be happy about what I'm wearing to brunch either. I assume that's like the after wedding brunch. So that's actually really funny. Well, I think in general, so far we've seen two outfits, and she's wearing crop tops. So I think she's alluding to the fact that she doesn't dress conservatively. Although I find it interesting she said that because I would have thought she was conservative the way she was acting at the bachelorette party. I think that has more to do with, well, like, not... Yeah, I I think those bachelorette parties can be not that fun. (laughs) If you're not a person who's like... If you're not a Michaela, like, you can see the difference between Michaela and Marilla. One person really enjoyed it and the other person really didn't. Yeah. So that's why I thought she was conservative. It's, it's kind of like, listen, I don't think you have to enjoy everything, but I always use Bennett as an example. During their bachelor party, he's like, this is not my scene. This is not usually what I would do, but you're here. It is what it is. Just make the best out of it. You chose to do maths. You're not going to get the bachelor party of your choice. You're going to do what's film friendly. So just lean into it and have fun. 
And you don't, then that doesn't even mean like, you know, rubbing the men down or anything, but just not being, she was actually going out of her way to be a Debbie Downer, had a stank face, walking around, and it's like, okay. I feel like you ascribed all sorts of things to her that she didn't actually do. It's the same, like, I remember Christina making a huge seat of walking out of the bathroom. I feel like Marilyn just went off in a corner and was like, I'm just going to sit here and talk to my friends. <laughs> like, what's so bad about that? No, she was making faces in the corner. She was like, oh, I see they're having a good... Like, you can visibly tell everyone was talking about you don't seem to be having a good time. Like, there's one thing when you're not enjoying it. There's another thing when you kind of bring the mood down with your demeanor. Body, body language is strong. Very true. So then we switch back to Gil still at the store talking to his friends. And he says he doesn't want to have to do things alone moving forward. He wants to go to parties and gatherings and trips. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, we just talked about how your wife is sometimes at parties. <laughs> and then the friend is like, well, what if your wife likes to go on extravagant trips to Dubai and Paris? Find that like a nice little selection of cities there. And he says he'll be fine with going, but there's always ways around making something expensive cheaper. And if she's materialistic, then we're going to have issues. I just, you know, <laughs> I'm like, Gil, you guys are grown. There's no cheap trips anymore. There's no staying in hostels. <laughs> there's traveling in the <laughs> off season. That's just about it. But anyway, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm trying to think where I stand on the materialistic. Because we talked about it last week where it's like, I don't know why people ascribe people who enjoy things. They're not asking anybody to pay for these things that they enjoy, but they kind of take it personally. Like, that's your problem to sort out. But on the flip side, I think later in the episode where he mentioned something about it's more about if we have something we need to pay and there's a $4,000 bag, would you pick the bag over that? But that's not what I he says. He actually said four thousand bag, four thousand dollar bags or marriage. And I'm thinking to myself, when in the history of the universe has anybody decided between bags and marriage? <laughs> and well, it's I like think... I get frustrated because I'm like, everybody's got to pay bills, right? <laughs> it's what yeah. you do with your money after you pay bills that needs to be discussed. And if you have money for nice things after you pay your bills, you're not irresponsible and it doesn't make you materialistic. I don't I don't know what any of these people mean when they talk about these things. I don't think they even know what they mean. But that's the thing. It's only the broke men who have things to say about it. Like, if you are really <laughs> making money and you're doing why would that even be of concern to you? Like, she was doing it before she met you. So why do you think you're going to come in there and suddenly I should stop when I can afford it? What, like, what are you even doing? What is the thought process? I don't understand it. I don't even get it either. I think... I- it reminds me, oh God, I feel like we're referencing every reality show out there this week. But it reminds me of 90 Day Fiance, where like these poor people are just so concerned that these women are going to come spend the money that they don't have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once in a one bedroom apartment with a mattress on the floor, get out of here. <laughs> and, and on one hand, you understand the fear of partnering with a person who's going to put you into financial trouble. No one wants that. But I feel like they yeah. just take it too far. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So there's a lot of selfie videos. and They don't really say, oh, I hope that I hope my husband is everything I asked for, is what Marilyn says in her little selfie video. She's in the hotel room, you know, getting ready to go get married. Every single person gets the same thing where the friends or the family or whatever bust in while they're supposedly sleeping to wake them up for their wedding day. Totally staged every time, people. <laughs> Her friends brought balloons and stuff. It was nice. And Merla tells them, I do not want to date. I just want a guy who wants commitment like me. Can I say something? It's weird the different ways that it's presented, but I feel like Merla and Zach are kind of in the same boat. Merla just wants to be married. The, the motivations are different. I don't know Zach's motivation, but Marla is just like, I'm not dating anymore. I don't have time for this. I just want to be settled. I want to be comfortable. And I want to be married now. And that's it. <laughs> but it's funny how things present differently in different people. <laughs> You're right. 
Uh, she talks about how she hopes he's kind and patient. She says the best case scenario is that he's tall, dark, and handsome, and there is a connection. Worst case is she doesn't know some ugly dude. <laughs> <laughs> I am glad her friend asked, what is tall, dark, and handsome? I'm glad, too. <laughs> People say that all the time. They're like, it could mean, and then she explains. And who did, oh, she said, she said someone who I can't remember. And then she said Odell Beckham Jr. I was like, thank God. Oh, <laughs> uh, she said Travis Kelsey, who is white. But he has, um, uh, how do I put it? He has some swag. You can tell, like, he got some, some swag in there. And he only dates black women. But he's there, definitely but yeah. blonde. Not tall, dark, and handsome. Travis though. Kelsey? Yeah, <laughs> he's blonde. <laughs> but she, she, I think she was saying like he was the exception. Like that's the exception, but Adele Beckham Jr. Interesting. I don't even think I would call him dark, which is why I think she just means black. I think so too. <laughs> Gil turns up to the suite. He sells us on the intercontinental like all the other grooms. Each groom was instructed to walk into that suite and say it's the best thing they've ever seen. Um... <laughs> He lets us know that his mom and most of his family is in Colombia. They know what's happening and he's feeling their energy, but obviously they can't be there. And one of the groomsmen is like, she's in the same hotel right now. Like, how do you feel? Um, and he says it makes it seem real. Then we flash back to Mirla. She's getting her makeup done. Mm. I didn't think she was actually being that bad. She was just kind uh... of... I just... I gave Clara a lot of crap last year for how she was acting, but there is a factor in this. Like you didn't get to go pick the makeup person. You didn't get to do the run through to do the makeup, which is what people normally do for their weddings. So now she's having to explain to a person like what exactly she wants. It's a lot. Her friends are laughing. They're laughing in a way that maybe this is not the first time, which completely contradicts what I just said. (laughs) (laughs) So she tell you know she says she likes things a certain way and she knows what she likes and that's that's when they have the whole conversation about tall dark and handsome and Odell Beckham Jr. Then they talk about the hair. She said specifically says no bald. She'd be distracted by a bald head. She's never dated or wanted to date a bald guy. Her friends are worried about expectations because it can set you up for failure. You know who else can set you up for failure? Experts who pick a guy who you specifically said I don't want a bald head. Wait, going back to the makeup thing, I was agitated watching it. I'm not saying that you shouldn't have it, but if you know you've never worn makeup in your life, then just tell them you don't want a makeup artist. I just don't understand accepting a makeup artist. And then the way she was pointing out what she didn't want, I don't want it like theirs. I don't want what you did to theirs. You're just basically insulting the person that just did (laughs) their makeup (laughs) and tell them to do... She was saying, you did a test run on my friends, but you're not going to do a test run on me. Yeah, I've never worn makeup in my life. Then just do your makeup yourself. You know what you like. You might as well just do it. So I don't know. Something about it just got me really agitated. I was kind of irritated. But she looked really pretty, though. I'll say that. So then we go back to Gil. And his friends are asking if he's going in for the kiss. And he says yes. Then we flash back to Mirla, who says no kissing. She doesn't know this person. She can do one on the cheek. It's just... <laughs> flashbacks were kind of hilarious they were just going back and forth they did that with Marilyn Gill last week they're setting us up for something that means it's a good sign to be honest because if you're showing up all this then we're expecting the worst so or maybe I'm just wishful thinking but and I don't know how to describe it but I feel like Gill and his groomsmen were it was just a lot of bro like it was just a lot of (laughs) testosterone in the room we discussed this last week, but I decided this week that Gil is not that attractive. Okay. <laughs> I can see why people will find him attractive, but it's just, I don't know. For me, it's the razor bumps. I know I said this last week, and I'm not going to mention it again, but he got to do something about those razor bumps. I can't. Agreed. Okay. He does his eyebrows. That's a whole other thing, but okay. Okay. All right. So we get to Mirla. She's about to walk down the aisle. We meet her brother, Juan. She calls him Junior. He tells her she looks beautiful and that her dad would be proud. And then we talk about how she lost her dad and she's grateful that her brother is here to walk her down the aisle. Um, It's in- 
interesting the stories they choose from different people because it's interesting that we are just finding out that Mirla lost her dad. But for Michaela, it's like a whole storyline, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's interesting to me. I don't know if it's a choice by Mirla or how they decide on that. I don't know. I don't know. So Mirla turns that corner. They see each other. They flash us to an interview. And Mirla says, he's bald, but I'm open to it. Then we go back. And they do smile at each other. She gets to the top of the aisle. He tells her that she looks gorgeous. He tells her her dress is really pretty. They're both very chill. Yeah. But they're happy to see each other. You think? Yes. I would say that. Like, as soon as she said, he's bald, but I'm not going to focus on that. I'm going to keep moving on with that. Then I was like, I had my sigh of relief. Because he was clearly happy. Aw. <laughs> I was very proud of her in that moment. Yeah. She should be cursing the experts, but she's like, no, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna power through. You gotta remember she's ready to get married. I'm done. <laughs> I'm not going through this anymore. There was a guy when she walked in and started walking down the aisle, he was right there just nodding like, Yes. <laughs> this is a good one. Um I noticed something about the efficient, and you can decide if you want to keep this or not. You, do you notice that when there's a couple, they try to make the efficient the same race as the couple? Yes. And but I did think give, it was weird because we had different efficients for each ceremony here, whereas usually an efficient will do a couple. Hmm. I've just always thought they had different ones in the last couple of seasons. Well, Maybe. Maybe. This, but, yeah, I found it interesting that, you know, with Gil and Merla, I was like, okay, so which way are we going to go? So, yeah. So we get to their vows and their descriptions. Her description, her friends kind of got her a little bit. They say that she will hire someone, she will cook, and then she will hire someone to clean so she can do her favorite pastime, which is shopping. <laughs> Then there's a whole thing about her showing up to volunteer, which sounds really great, but in designer clothes. So the rest of the descriptions and vows were fine. Did you have anything particular that stuck out to you for those? No. So they do kiss. You know, she he kisses her on the cheek. So I was like, glad they got that out the way. Um, I did find that when they were like walking to go get their champagne and like talk to each other, she's like holding his arm. And I was like, Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. She, she she says she's attracted to him. They quickly took out those sticks. I was really grateful for that. Um, (laughs) How many couples are we supposed to see fiddling around (laughs) with those sticks in the champagne? Johnny and Bob just really struggled with it. (laughs) I feel like it's a litmus test for whether you're like a rule follower you're like, wait, they put those in here. I'm supposed to use them. Or you're like, wait, it's in my way. Like, get this out of here. How long will I suffer before I just get it out of here? They sit down to talk and they we discover that they both speak Spanish and that their moms only speak Spanish. And then we flash back to him introducing himself to her mom, picking up that her mom speaks Spanish, and they have a whole little chat in Spanish. And I was like, see, that's that's a good one. It was so cute. Um, they have a talk about kids where she mentions that she's planning her mommy makeover for anybody who don't know. Mommy, mommy makeover is typically a tummy tuck and boobs. If you're Wendy Osefo, it also includes a Brazilian butt lift. (laughs) (laughs) Um, they talk about how they both like to work out. He used to be a trainer, but he told her now she's a firefighter. Um, they talk, they have this kind of like, um, helping out spirits. Like she used to be a teacher and then she was a principal and now she's like an educational consultant and she's really passionate about education and opportunities. This came up in the vows and then we get to, to dogs. So Gil has a dog. She, she doesn't like dogs. Um, (laughs) um, Gil says that he's a neat freak. He cleans up after his dog and she, I don't think she's really believes it um and it's like why did you match someone who hates dogs with someone with a dog well that's on her 
Because if you, like we've always said, if we ever filled out the form, we'll be like absolutely no dogs. For her, it just seems like I don't mind it. And if that's what you put, they are going to give you someone with a dog. You have to say it's an absolute no-no. Because she was like, I don't mind as long as it doesn't shed, but I'm also not going to clean up. So there's hope. (laughs) So that was kind of it for Marilyn Gill. Do you think they got off a good start? Yeah, I think that their chit-chat might have been my favorite. Like, it was just nice. And it was just easy. And we just expected... But again, it could be because we expected the worst, you know? So maybe expectations were low, and then it just (laughs) worked. And I still feel like they're setting us up, or setting her up. So I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I will say with the chit-chat, you could at least start making the case, like, oh, this is why they were matched. They do have things in common. Yes. I think they do have some shared values. Yes. But I still don't know. I still don't know who Merla is. Let me put it that way. Like, I don't know if she's problematic or if it's editing. Because on some part, she likes what she likes. It is what it is. But on some other part, she also seems a little bit and just a tad bit cold. But I don't know. It's still early days, as they will say on Love Island. It's too early to tell. But I'm willing to have hope for them. I'm not ruling her out completely. Okay. So then we're on to Brett and Ryan. She goes shopping for a dress. The biggest struggle here will be remembering that Brett is she. And then Brett <laughs> is he. So on I'm my notes, I put Brett and I put girl. <laughs> Brett says that she needs somebody to compliment her. She needs help finding him. That's why she did this. We flash to Ryan. Ryan's best man's name is Ryan. Um, And Ryan tells us that he's had this thing where he told himself, like, if I'm still single when I'm 28, I'm adopting. And he made that same promise for 30 and 32, but now he's 35 and still hasn't done it. He wants to be an active dad. Um, I think it was Dr. Pepper who told us that Brett is not anything like the woman he has dated in the past. I don't know how they know this. She comes with sincerity and the willingness to pour herself into the relationship. Her, his friend Tiffany asked what made him decide to get married. And he said he's been trying to get to that next step. He's had plenty of fun. Gotta get moving. Talks about how he could get his heart broken and it's in the back of his mind. And he's trying not to overthink it. Um, she says that she likes herself and she likes her life. And getting married, she'll love her life. Cal tells us that Ryan is not just a bro. He's sensitive and she's a romantic. And if they can see the wonderful loving beings that they are, it will lead to a great foundation. We flashed to him like getting ready and, you know, in the room. He did the same thing, walking in there being like, it's so great. And they, he and his groomsmen have a whole conversation about fitness. (laughs) (laughs) it was long (laughs) y'all um i was like fitness is just a code word for like not fat but he's trying to convince us that that's not the case he wants someone to be active with and he's an outside guy and it would save him time to have someone to go to the gym with what did you think of all this i was just grateful that ryan had a personality (laughs) and he had some interests and that he seemed that seemed to give him life so I didn't mind it so much (laughs) Ryan kind of wins a little when he sends flowers over to Brett's mom yes he did I don't think I've ever heard of that during the wedding exchange I never heard of that so that was really nice but also it seems like all the other not all the couples exchange gifts with each other I think they all do, but unless there's something they can show us, they don't necessarily show us what they got each other. So, in addition to the flowers, he got her shoes that say, last chance to run. (laughs) That's cute. And all of her friends are like, she should marry him. He's the one. (laughs) She's all teary-eyed. So, the guy who's marrying them seems to have some Ryan energy and that there isn't much there. I don't know. It was like... <laughs> just, 
Oh my god, I forgot about him. I wasn't gonna say anything because I'm like, okay, is that to me? But I'm like, are you here with us? <laughs> Ryan is sweating bullets. I mean, he's just wiping the sweats away. And they're the last couple of the episode. So we get a cliffhanger where it's like she's about to walk out and he's going to see her. And that was how they ended. Any yeah. other thoughts on those two? No, no thoughts on them. I just wonder how that's going to play out. Uh, I don't think very well, to be honest. <laughs> I don't have a lot of hope for them because I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just they haven't had enough to like have their personality shine through much, but it's like they're not, I barely remember them in the episode, to be honest with you. <laughs> I feel like Brett is giving good girl energy, but there's just something we don't know yet. So we'll find out. Good huh? God. Okay. Watching the episode was more fun. I don't know if it's just us, but. <laughs> Okay, let's move on to Rachel and Jose. Um, She talks about how she went to a World Series game by herself. (laughs) That's sad. It is. (laughs) Like, baseball, I mean, come on. I mean, I guess World Series baseball is kind of exciting. But generally speaking, you go to a baseball game for the social experience. (laughs) Like, I can't imagine going to a baseball game by myself. Um, I mean, just make friends with the other people. (laughs) And she went to New York by herself, and she just wants someone she can grow with for the rest of our lives. Um, we once again hear how she lost 35 pounds. Hey! <laughs> I mean, full disclosure, at a certain point in my life, I lost 60 pounds. I get it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm saying that you have to blame it on maps. They don't tell us something once. We have to hear that Zach has never been in love 100 times. We have to hear about, you know, all the other things from all the other people. So that's what they've chosen. That's the hill they've chosen for her to die on. I lost 35 pounds. And you will hear about it every second. (laughs) We get to Jose. He's at Al's. He brought his dad with him. He says, if my marriage lasts a lifetime, I'll feel like I won the World Series. Nice little tie-in to his wife there. Um, He also has his friend with him. Um, Pastor Cal tells us that he's a kind guy, uh, like, in addition to being, like, this perfectionist guy. And I was like, oh, let's hope so. Let's hope so. Unlike Mirla, we only see Rachel in one dress. It's like they rushed their segment or something. Yeah, and I mean, it's fine. Wedding dress shopping is real. They spend a lot of time having them talk to their friends and say things in those parts. So I'm like, well, if you want to rush through that, that's fine. But Rachel got a dress. I mean, that's, I mean, I don't know what else. That dresser guy was there in yet another jacket. I call him the dresser guy, the guy at the bridal store. So that's all I have for Rachel and, and Jose. You got anything? No, nothing. So I guess we got two more weddings. I guess we'll see, like, the full receptions. I feel like I'm over the weddings now. I'm ready for honeymoons. Let's do this. Oh, no, no, no. Because they set us up for, like, something is going to go down with Mirla and Gil <laughs> and, and shopping at, at and her talking to, I guess, his friend or his family. So I'm like, well, you set it up that, that now I'm looking forward to the to at least their reception. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably play out all the weddings next week. But, yeah, that preview is just, like, rude. So you're high maintenance. I'm like... What are all these labels? Labels, labels, labels everywhere. But on the flip side, honestly, if someone just has your high maintenance, maybe it's like, yeah, I am. Okay, and I'm not asking you to support my maintenance. So what is the problem? You know, like I said, only broke guys. (laughs) Tane, who has your bouquet for the week? I think I'm surprised, but my bouquet is Gil and Merla. I just really enjoyed their conversation. Again, I expected the absolute worst. I expected her to make a whole stink about him being bald, but it was just nice, and she looked amazing. And so they get my bouquet. Who has yours? My bouquet goes to Michaela and Zach just for being that they could they have the potential to be that golden couple based on like their wedding and and how meeting each other went um 
Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I feel like a person like Michaela would annoy the shit out of me. So the fact that he, like, <laughs> loved her energy and she thought he was really hot, like, I really enjoyed them coming together because I actually do think they might be a good match. I'm curious to see how his personality unfolds. But, yeah, they were like a ball of sun, a ray of sunshine. Who has your burnt ashes? Well, even if she was part of my bouquet, Merla gets my burnt ashes. That whole thing with the makeup, I really was agitated. I was so annoyed by it. <laughs> I was so annoyed by it. So, yeah, she gets my burnt ashes. Who has yours? The experts for matching yeah. someone who clearly said she doesn't want a dog and a bald man. Um <laughs> And that's what they gave her. And we'll see how it goes. Maybe they know what they're doing. We'll all find out together. But if you'll know, besides they're like, anyway, we'll we'll see how much we see the experts this season. I was going to say, girl, please, they do not know what they're doing. Like I said, pure luck. They're operating on pure luck. (laughs) (laughs) So that is it for this episode. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at AlterCallMAFS. That's A-L-T-A-R-C-A-L-L-M-A-F-S. Um, we love hearing from you guys on social media. We're available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much for your support and for listening to our show. Don't forget to subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. See you next week. Bye. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.